Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I had a whole bunch of people send me a whole bunch of articles yesterday and last night about what's going on with the Tesla Cybertruck. The Tesla Cybertruck. And my dear friend David Tracy over at theautopian.com sent me a note and asked me some questions about it. So I suspect that my name might pop up over on The Autopian. If you don't know about them, please check them out. A whole bunch of the old school guys from Jalopnik and elsewhere got together and started their own website called The Autopian. Jason Torchinsky's over there as well. Fabulous stuff. It's one of my favorite websites on the planet. I highly recommend you check them out. But recently it's been announced that if you're going to buy yourself a Cybertruck from Tesla, um, God bless you because those things are so ugly. But, but if, if, if it, hey, <laughs> beauty is in the eye of the beholder, okay? And so Tesla showed this truck off a few years ago, said we're going to start selling these trucks. You want one, do what you can to sign up for one. And recently it came out that if you signed up to buy one, buried in the contract of purchase, it says that you agree not to flip the truck, that is to sell the truck for at least, I believe, a year. You got, you got to have the truck for one year. And so first of all, I'm going to tell you that the language reads thus, for Cybertruck only. You understand and acknowledge the Cybertruck will first be released in limited quantity. You agree that you will not sell or otherwise attempt to sell the vehicle in the first year following your vehicle's delivery date, notwithstanding the foregoing, if you must sell a vehicle within the first year for any unforeseen reason. And Tesla agrees that your reason warrants an exception to its no reseller policy. You agree to notify Tesla in writing and give Tesla reasonable time to purchase the vehicle from you at its sole discretion, and at the purchase price listed on your final price sheet, less 25 cents per mile driven, reasonable wear and tear, and the cost to repair the vehicle to Tesla's used vehicle cosmetic and mechanical standards. So, if you buy the truck, you're agreeing that within the first year, if you go to sell it, you got to sell it back to Tesla at a fixed price. Then it says, if Tesla declines to purchase your vehicle, you may then resell your vehicle to a third party, only after receiving written consent from Tesla. You agree that in the event you breach this provision, or if Tesla has reasonable belief that you are about to breach the provision, Tesla may seek injunctive relief to prevent the transfer of the title of the vehicle or demand liquidated damages from you in the amount of $50,000 or the value received as consideration for sale or transfer, whichever is greater. Tesla may also refuse to sell you any future vehicles. And so that's pretty clear what they're saying here. And so I had a lot of people say, Steve, are these kinds of clauses in contracts legal? Well, first of all, you don't have to think that far back. We've heard this story before. Ford did it with their GTs. And I've done several videos about that. I'll put a link to one of them below where I explain how Ford was selling a bunch of people who bought GTs in Canada. And there was a similar provision to this in their purchase agreement. that said, if you buy a Ford GT from us, we have the right to tell you you cannot sell it for a period of time, and that's that. We've seen these in other situations also, where you got to buy it, you got to sit on it for a while, and they're doing this to prevent their becoming this market of people flipping the vehicles because presumably demand is high enough to where you can get a premium to just simply flip the vehicle. Now, there's a couple things going on here, one of which I've got to raise as a question, and that is, does it really hurt Tesla if the vehicles get flipped for a big premium? Does that really hurt Tesla? I'm, just, I'm curious. It seems to me 
it doesn't hurt them and it probably helps them because of all the attention they get about, oh my gosh, did you hear that? Some guy bought a Cybertruck for this and then he sold it for twice as much. And by the way, some people go, but Steve, I hear about Dodge dealers doing this all the time with the latest Hellcat double secret probation high-tech version they just put out with 19,000 horsepower um, that people uh, lined up to buy that. And the dealerships are putting like 100000 or $200,000 markup on them. And well, number one, that's a dealer doing it. And see, that's the distinction here is that Tesla is selling the vehicle directly to the consumer, whereas Chrysler and Dodge, and previously Plymouth, of course, <laughs> would take the vehicle and sell them to dealerships wholesale, and then they sell them. And for years, the big three and the other car companies have allowed dealerships to do that. And that creates a lot of bad will in my mind. I think a lot of people do get angry that the car dealers do that and they take that out on the manufacturer and how they feel about the manufacturer. But Tesla sells directly to consumers. But my question simply is, does it really hurt Tesla? But keep in mind that it says that you agree that you will not sell a vehicle for a year. If you do want to sell it, you need to sell it for whatever reason. you got to notify Tesla and get their permission in writing. And uh, first, offer it to them, basically, where they'll buy it back from you minus a mileage offset. And then if they, if they decide they don't need to do that, they'll let you sell it for whatever reason. If they want to let you do that, they can. Uh, and then, of course, if they catch you doing this, uh, you could be in trouble. And so that's a problem. But one of the things that people say to me, they go, Steve, if I bought it, it's mine. If I bought it, it's mine, right? Well, that's usually the case when you buy something. That's especially true if you buy something without signing a contract like this. But these contracts are enforceable. And so I'm an attorney. My job is not to tell you what I wish was true, although I might mention that in passing. But I'm simply going to tell you what is true with respect to legality. And believe it or not, your right to contract is actually kind of mentioned in the Constitution. Many people don't know this. But Constitution, Article 1, Section 10, Clause 1, lists a bunch of things states cannot do, and it says no state shall pass any law impairing the obligation of contracts. And that implies that you've got the right to contract that cannot be taken away by the states. Now, there's a lot of debate about that, but there have been also other cases that came out later following due process concepts that say that, yes, Consenting adults have the right to enter into legal contracts, okay? Now, by legal contracts, I'm pointing out to you that obviously there's some contracts, you know, you hired a hitman. Remember Hawaii Five-0? They're bringing a hitman from Detroit. It's always a hitman from Detroit. They weren't talking about Tommy Hearns either. Um, <laughs> the contract has got to be legal in nature. So I'm going to buy a car from you, Okay. And so we have a contract that we both agree to, and one of us signs it, the other one signs it. Money changes hands, title changes hands, keys change hands, car changes hands. Boom, there you go. Well, here Tesla is saying we build these cyber trucks. There's a question as to how many they're going to build, how well they're going to build them, and when they're going to finally arrive. But that, those are all stories for another day. We're going to build these cyber trucks, and we got enough people who want them that people are clamoring for them. So tell you what, we're going to say that if you want one, you got to sign this contract. If you don't want to buy one, don't sign the contract. And if you don't want to sign the contract, don't buy one. And so famously, John Cena, the wrestler, uh, a while back, 
bought himself a Ford GT. It was in the news. And then a little while later, reportedly, he sold it. And Ford came up and said, um, you got this clause in the contract that says you can't do that. And it wound up in court. And my understanding is that courts say these things are enforceable. And the court's going to look at you and say, if you didn't want to abide by the agreement, why did you sign it? Because remember, you can't have the truck without signing this document. Figuratively speaking, not this document. But <laughs> I doubt their document is blue either. But the court's going to go, did you sign the, the agreement? And just for fun, they're going to go, did you read it? Because, by the way, that's not an out. I've had people say, well, Steve, I'll just say I didn't read it. <laughs> if you sign something, a court will presume that you read it, you understood it, and you agreed to it. So if you sign the purchase agreement with Tesla, saying, I'm going to buy the Cybertruck only, I'm going to buy the Cybertruck from you, you're agreeing to the conditions that you will hang on to it for a year. And by the way, my understanding is that now the Ford GTs, they pushed it out to two years. You've got to hang on to it. But those vehicles are so hot that people will actually buy one, put it in storage for two years, and then sell it. And still make money, by the way. <laughs> so I don't know what the story is going to be with the Cybertrucks. Uh, because I know that the production dates and the launch dates have been pushed back a few times. I read an article fairly recently about Elon Musk himself complaining about some of the production issues they're having and what kind of tolerances they're allowing on the assembly line versus what he'd like to see. Uh, and so that's a whole other story. But as of right now, if you want to buy one, you got to sign this contract. And once you sign this contract, you're bound by it. And again, if you don't like that, go talk to the Constitution. Ask yourself this. If you wanted to make this illegal, how would you make it illegal? What would the law say? The law would say that a person selling you something can't ask you to agree to certain terms upon the sale. I mean, they, they, they can't write something that broadly and that generally that's causing all kinds of problems elsewhere. So the simplest solution here is if you don't like the agreement, don't sign it. Just don't buy one of the trucks. Don't. Uh, or buy a used one a year later. You can do that too. We'll see. So there you go. But like I said, the real thing boils down to this. Uh, contracts are something that are protected by law, and people are allowed to enter into contracts so as that the subject matter of the contract is not illegal, generally speaking. And there ain't nothing illegal about them saying, if you buy the truck, can't sell it for a year. If you don't like that, don't buy the truck. Straightforward and simple as it can be. So there you go. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. There are lots of people who mistake their imagination for their memory.